Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Laura, thank you very much for the time. The, the program appears all along to have been poorly designed, not friendly to the very people it supposedly was designed to underpin, not adjusted properly, and ends tomorrow with no extension or change. So how many small businesses were unhelped by this CECRA program who definitely needed the assistance? Do we know? Well, we don't have exact numbers, but our survey results say that about one in three business owners who needed help with rent uh, still don't have access to the to the help they need. And that's a fairly high number of business owners. And it's partly because of the unfairness, Roy, that was baked into this program right from the beginning. I mean, rent relief has been a real clown show compared to the other uh, programs. And, you know, it's it's we're heading into now the sixth month. September 1st is right around the corner. Six months for some businesses uh, without the help they need. And, and it's getting to be desperate. It's one of the two big bills that business owners pay. Wages is one and the other is rent. One of the key problems was that the business owner couldn't apply for the subsidy or the, the rent assistance. It had to be done by the landlord. And as you pointed out in a, in a CFIB release, you could have one business on one side of the street where there is assistance for rent because the landlord applies for the, the CECRA, and the business across the street gets no help and is in serious trouble because the landlord did not apply. Somebody should have been able to figure this out. <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of those things that in hindsight you say, duh, you know, maybe that was an overbaked, dumb uh, design for the program. I will say that, you know, when it was first being proposed, we certainly had some big concerns about um, making the landlord, giving the landlord, um, you know, the um, the power. But I think there was a hope on everyone's part that, that look, in some ways it makes sense in theory. You, the, the, the way the program works is that the government kicks in 50% of the rent, the tenant pays 25%, and the landlord pays 25%. And in some sense, that sounds kind of fair, right? And it sounds reasonable yes. um, in theory. But sometimes what works in a textbook just does not work, falls flat in the real world. And that's what happened with this program. And what we were hoping is that if that was the case, the government will pivot pretty quickly. And they gave some assurances that like with the other programs, where there were problems, they would try to, you know, fix those problems. But our, our concerns have been falling largely to date. Now, I'm hoping that's going to change with a new finance minister, but have been falling really on deaf ears. Looking ahead, looking forward, uh, the need is significant. Just thinking about the GDP crash, um, April to June, and the fact there was $120.4 billion in deficit in just those three months. What is the, uh, what does the small business community require as far as, uh, rent relief is concerned? Again, a significant portion of their cost. I mean, I think, you know, to use a technical term, we're in an economic mess right now. You know, you've only got one in four uh, businesses back to normal revenue, small businesses back to normal revenue. Only 40% are back to normal staffing. And so there are two things that need to happen um, to get us through to the other side of this and get onto a, a stronger footing in terms of recovery. One thing is the government programs that still need shoring up need to be fixed, and rent relief is very high on that list. So just get take landlords out of the equation and get the help 
directly to the tenants that need it. And whether you want to do that through SECRA or through an, extend, uh, an extended forgivable portion of the Canada Emergency Business Account doesn't matter. But the second thing that needs to happen for small businesses, of course, is uh, consumer spending's way down. And uh, we got to find a way to, 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 to get that up again for small businesses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. And uh, when you look at the GDP crash, and I just spoke with that uh, about that with Catherine Swift, that seems to point toward higher taxes potentially, or maybe beyond potentially. That will not help the consumer, but the consumer is being counted on to help drive the economy forward. We have about 45 seconds left. If, he, if we were to poll the small business owners across the country right now, what percentage would be comfortable and feel uh, positive about their futures? There's so much uncertainty. I would say you've got about maybe, you know, a quarter to a third feeling positive about the future, a whole pile more feeling uncertain. But one one quick plug. There's a great campaign this weekend to shop local, Canada United. Check out uh, smallbusinesseveryday.ca to find out more details. And um, you can win $10,000 prizes for shopping local. So just a quick plug for that. Absolutely. Small businesses every day? smallbusinesseveryday.ca and it's the Canada United campaign. We're profiling all the great campaigns out there to support local, but this is a particularly fun one. uh, Laura, thank you. Thanks so much for joining us today. All the best to you. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.